Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! Bye bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. It's going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother hey guys that's right you know what it's time for it's time for the big brother after show always on thursday 10:30 eastern i know you west coasters Get frustrated because we get right on the air right when you're getting ready to watch your favorite show. But there are several people, I don't want to name you, but that they got stuck in this preseason football situation. Awful, awful, awful for any Big Brother fan to get stuck waiting until sometimes 11.45. My God, I remember waiting until 1 a.m. one time to watch the show. And it just kind of sucks because, you know, you get to – catch everything on Twitter and the Facebook stuff, and so you kind of miss out on all the excitement of the Double Eviction Live episodes. I mean, it's just like the worst timing. I love football. Don't get me wrong. Football's my thing. Football might edge out Big Brother, as especially as of lately, because I really don't. I told you guys, the last time I got excited and got some goosebumps was when Dan kind of blindsided Shane. That was season 14. That was forever ago. Uh, you know, I don't I don't get the goosebumps as much as I used to with this show. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, or maybe because the show's getting worse. You tell me. But anyway, uh, you know, you guys get stuck in that preseason situation, and it can be awful uh, because really you're not going to see any starters play anyway. So you're kind of stuck watching these guys that are third string play football while your precious Big Brother double eviction live show is going on without you. Now, if you're listening to the, if you're listening to the show and preseason has been playing on your TV, then you're probably listening because you want to know a lot of information. Well, I've got it for you. I'm always coming correct with information that you need. And as always, if you want to make a comment, you want to make a statement, you want to say something, you feel the need to to be strong in your words, please join us and give me a call. It's always 917-889-7084. You can also send me tweets at BB After Show. And we want to thank all of our followers that are growing quickly. Uh, listenership's really hugely up. Uh, and you can also send me a message on Big Brother After Show on Facebook. Uh, it's BB After Show on Twitter, Big Brother After Show on Facebook. Can't miss it. Doesn't take a uh, doesn't take a rocket science degree to do that. All right, so what a big night, huh? What a big night. For you guys that were uh, stuck in the preseason football situation, uh, a lot went on tonight. 
You know, it wasn't really, you know, it was a crazy, crazy week. You know, last week we were talking about how Vanessa was just getting hammered. I mean, she was the target. She was hammered. She was getting beat up. She was a broken ship on a rough sea, man, with a hurricane coming. Hurricane Becky coming at her. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, hey, she pulls it off. So you got it. Vanessa's safe. Shelly goes home, and this is where we sit. Now, before we talk about everything, I told you you can call in, you can do all that stuff. But later on tonight, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, power rankings. You know, I always do power rankings on Thursday. I get them from Big Brother Online. So I get uh, so I get that power ranking every Thursday. We're going to talk about it. We don't talk about everybody. We talk about, like, the top five. And as I promised tonight, I told you guys I always like to put a little treat like a little tempting treat on the end of this show to kind of keep you invested. And the question that was kind of brought up to me, which I thought was a good one, was my favorite runner-ups of, of every season, kind of rank them. I'll be honest with you guys. It's just like the HOA or the uh, HOH winners. But the, sh- the show winners that I did last week, I said, hey, here's the list of my favorite people who have won. And when you put pen to paper, man, it gets kind of hard. And it was pretty hard with these runner-ups. I thought I would really be able to find a ton uh, and I did. I did find a good a good list for you guys that you're going to be able to, to enjoy. And, of course, you're always welcome to say that you hate it, say that you love it, or say that I was wrong and correct me uh, on that list at the end of the show. But that's always kind of like Sam's Corner before we log off of here. Um, but, uh, you know, I also found that there were people that I didn't remember doing so much that when I went back and read, I really felt like, hey, you know what, this person really deserved to be in that final two. Uh, especially a lot of people that won those final HOHs. You know, a lot of runner-ups won those final HOHs and really fought hard to get them and then made the selection to take someone that ended up beating them. Um, So in reality, you know, a lot of these guys ended up in second place, you know, ended up finishing very, very strong, but ended up in second place. Um, So a lot of these people on this list, if you remember correctly, are people that uh, really fought hard. But that's not what's important right now. What's important right now is what's been going on all week. Of course, I'm going to be joined with my friends, Mr. California and Ms. Chicago. Um, and I've asked you guys on Facebook on several places um, who your favorite runner-ups are. And uh, feel free to uh, log in and hit me up with that. Um, so feel free to you know kind of tell me who you think your favorite runner-up is. And, you know, of course, we'll mention it on the air, as we always do. We do that with your with your favorite fights. But anyway, long-winded, short on time. Uh, what we saw this week. You know, last week, like I said, we saw Vanessa crumbling. I mean, everything was being thrown at Vanessa but the kitchen sink. You know, she was the devil. She was evil. Uh, she was the worst person on the planet. Uh, God, there's no way that she would survive this. But lo and behold, Vanessa survives with a, u- a unanimous vote of 8-0. to zero. Um she survives against Shelly, and Shelly really was the one who was in the favor at the beginning of this whole thing. Everybody told Shelly not to have anything to worry about, and as we know, that doesn't mean squat in the Big Brother house. But I think, I think that the intentions were good. I think people that were telling her to, to not worry really did think that she was going to be fine. But as we know, as weeks go on and as people talk and as things get going and gears start turning, uh, people start to change their mind. And, you know, there was an issue with, with Shelly kind of flipping out uh, James was wearing one of Clay's shirts that he left, uh, and apparently, you know, James's smell is not as good as Clay's smell, his natural smell on that shirt. And let's face it, James probably mucked it all up for for Shelley, who was probably sticking her nose in that thing and sleeping on it next to a pillow uh, on her bed. 
And Shelley did not like that very much, that James was wearing that shirt. Kind of has a flip-out session, and it kind of turns a little bit of the tide. Uh, Vanessa, you know, did she do a lot to help herself? You know, Vanessa, you know, we've got to give credit where credit's due. I do not enjoy Vanessa's whining. I've said it over and over again. I do not enjoy the flip-outs and freak-outs that she does. And she almost has very childish emotional breakdowns when something doesn't go her way. It's very hard to watch. But you cannot deny that Vanessa at this point is probably the best game player in the house. And I know know that people are upset about that. I know that people don't like that. But give credit where credit's due. I mean, she is surviving, surviving, surviving. Every, you know, she's had moments where she didn't even go on the block where she dominated uh, an alliance member of the other side, like when the, she did with Jason. And she totally skates under the, the radar, uh, able to kind of talk herself out of a situation for being nominated by James. And James goes right after Shelly and Clay, uh, which, as we know, sends Clay home and, and doesn't really do a whole lot of damage to the system. They're very, very lucky that Shelly did not win this last, this last HOH. I really thought she was going to be able to pull it out. She doesn't. Uh, of course, Becky puts her up. But, you know, and, and Shelly going home, you know, it's kind of sad. I mean, it's sad for me as somebody who really enjoys serious gameplay. I enjoy strategy. Trust me, I enjoy the drama. And part of the reason why I tell you guys there's people that I want to stay in this house, Shelly being one, um, and Jackie, eh, you know, I think Jackie can win some things. We're going to talk about that later, though, because we're getting out of, out of sorts. But, um, you know, I like people that are, you know, heavy hitters in the game. I like to see a final six with really, really good players. Uh, and I hate seeing Shelly go, mainly because, not for any personal reason of, of liking her or disliking her or anything like that. I just, you know what, she, she was a player. And I, I told you guys, uh, oftentimes in showmances, the one that stays, get stronger. I thought Shelly would. I think Shelly would have had an opportunity if uh, if they'd have kind of backed off of her. But I think everything was just so quick. Uh, and Shelly almost survived another week. Uh, I think if she'd have survived this week, it would have been pretty much hell to pay. I think she would have gone after that double eviction, um, a second half of that double eviction. I think it would have been real dangerous. Um, and Vanessa almost really pulled it off. So anyway, make a long story even longer. Shelly ends up going home. Uh, she's going to be the only one in the jury house. Uh, she's going to be accompanied by somebody else as we talk about that a little bit further. Um, and why did Shelly go home? Well, I don't know that it was the sweatshirt situation. That's kind of a joke. But I do think it's because they felt like she could win more comps. And they felt like uh, she was going to stay in and she was better at a more variety. Uh, she was better at a variety of comps. Like, you know, she could do physical, she could do mental, she could do quizzes, she could do puzzles. They felt like she was really, really strong in all situations that they put might have put her in, and that got her in a lot of trouble, I think, um, without even trying to be in trouble. And James and those guys begin to think, as they call them the goblins, I believe, uh, they begin to think about this, and they begin to put pieces together. And they go, you know, maybe Vanessa ain't half bad. You know, if we keep Vanessa in, Vanessa goes after Becky, that kind of eliminates that problem for us. If she wins an HOH, she's probably not going to come after us. She's going to go after Becky. Shelly, on the other hand, is probably going to go after James, who's in the Goblins, and she's going to go after people that are in that group that are actually voting, and they're like, wait wait a minute. Let's put the brakes on. Let's pump the brakes for a minute. Let's drop a gear. Let's think about this. 
who's better to go home, who's going to really be gunning for us? And it ended up being Shelly was the one that's going to be gunning for you. And Shelly was better at a multitude of competitions, in their opinion. Uh, and that really, and you know, you add in the whole sweater situation. And uh, that really that really sent things over the edge, and I think it really got uh, got Shelly in trouble. We see Vanessa being very desperate at that time at the beginning of the show. She's very, very desperate trying to make things work. I think she tries to talk to Becky. Becky shuts her down. A lot of people thought that was funny. Um, but, you know, I think it's very valid that we mentioned that Becky also was doing a lot of ratting at the time before she was HOH. If you remember, you know, she was running there telling Shay and Clay everything that was going on. And I think that begins to feed back into the rest of the house. And, you know, Vanessa and Shelley kind of say enough to make people believe, and Steve, too. you got to give Steve credit. Uh, you know, plan enough, plan enough around the house for people to realize, you know, Becky's kind of the rat. And a lot of people have told me, you know, well, you know, Jack, Jay, you know Johnny Mac's best alliance group member is probably Becky. And I disagree. You know, him and Steve have an agreement. And I think Steve's actually the strongest person for him to have an agreement with. Now that all this is broken about through the house about Becky kind of being a rat and telling Shelly and Clay things that nobody knew, you know, like James said tonight, if you have seen the show, you know, we knew there was a rat in the group. We just didn't know who it was. And it ends up being where they revealed that's Becky. And, you know, at the end of the day, Johnny Mac has to stop and think, if I want to win this game, do I have to keep rolling with Becky? The answer is really no. If he knows that the house is starting to make that turn, he needs to probably back off Becky. Now, you can be supportive, but I wouldn't win a POV to save her, and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go out of my way to be associated with her because right now I know they've got a love affair, and we were talking about that uh, last week too, uh, that, that in fact they did kind of have a little romance going. But Johnny Mac really needs to stick with Steve, and if Becky goes up at some point this next week, he needs to kind of just roll with the house I know that's terrible. I know you love birds, hate to hear that kind of thing. People, you hopeless romantics want to believe that it's going to be forever, but I got news for you. It ain't going to be any more forever. Well, that one might be. I mean, we don't know. But definitely I don't think Shelly and Clay is going to be. I mean, 10 years apart. Let me guys tell you something. I'm divorced. I'm married now, but I'm divorced from a woman who was seven years younger than me. Seven years, you've got nothing in common. I can promise you that. Uh, you got hope and faith, and, and that's, that's about as good as two strippers in New Mexico at this point. So 10 years apart is not going to do you much good. I mean, we've seen it work, but usually it's somebody who's very rich and very old. Um, so I don't, I don't see Shelly and Clay working. But anyway, uh, you know, Johnny Mac and Becky have that thing. But Johnny Mac's smart. He'll kind of back off of that if he has to. And, and you know, speaking of Johnny Mac, how much does him being a pawn now when you look back hindsight 2020, how much, I mean, who who would have thought this guy who was used as a pawn, and we all kind of knew as viewers that he's strong. I think that the viewers know more than the players that Johnny Mack is actually really, really strong. Uh, I don't think they realize it in the house so much. I think there's some rumor and tremors of it. But, you know, he did he did win, you know, a couple of good POVs there and, um, and and so you know this guy who was used as a pawn and being told, hey man, throw the throw the battle the block, you know, and do this and do that and don't use your POV, is the guy who's still there and the people that were asking him to do all that are gone. 
you know, you've got to look at that as a Shelley and Clay situation and kind of look at that in retrospect and go, God, you know, did we get rid of the wrong people? You know, should Johnny Mack have gone home early? And I think that's going to be brought up if Johnny Mack gets to a final two. Is I think it's going to give him a lot of credit, but at the same time, I think Shelley and Clay, uh, or well, Clay won't be in the, in the jury, but Shelley especially, maybe even Vanessa, uh, maybe Austin and the Twins will look at him and say, look, you know, you you did go up, but you know you had us backing you up, and I don't know if it helps or hurt him hurts them really, but they've got to look at this thing and say, God, we're out of, you know. Shelley's got to look at it especially, and Clay, too, and say, you know what, I'm out of here, yet here's Johnny Mac still surviving, and he was the guy that I was putting up as a pawn all the time. It's got to be depressing. Uh, moving on, uh, so we know that Shelley goes home, goes to jury. Let's be correct on that. We're so used to everybody going home. Shelley goes to jury. She'll enjoy a couple of hours alone before, guess what? Steve wins HOH. It's a trivia thing where it's pictures, and they've got to recite the pictures. If you follow the feed, you already know where this is going. Uh, true or false on several pictures that were shown. Steve ends up winning. And, you know, there was an early statement that Steve would win, and it was Austin, uh, who actually did pretty well. And, and honestly, the last three people, if I remember correctly, I don't remember who the third was, but I know it was Austin and I know Steve was there, obviously, Steve and Austin, and my mind goes blank, but I know it was all, oh, Johnny Mac. Uh, it was all going to be people that were going to be first-time HOH winners. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, Whereas numbers begin to dwindle, you know, your odds get better and better to win HOH. And I think Vanessa was one of the last five. Uh, so she really was, really, really was trying to win that, and she needed to. And I think Johnny Mac needed to win it, too. Um, but... At the end of the day, you know, Steve wins it. Uh, it's a good comp. Uh, we had a pro- an opportunity to have three people that have never won HOH to win it. Uh, Austin hangs in there, like I said, which was really surprising, considering that he's been awful, awful at physical competitions. And, no, I don't think he's throwing them. Um, but uh, Steve ends up winning that HOH. He's got to make some quick decisions. And he ends up putting up Meg and Jackie. Now, let me ask you guys this question. Can you really get a more non-bloody nomination than Meg and Jackie? You know, we really, you know, and it's funny because if you watched a little bit of the feeds this week, uh, there was some talk between Johnny Mac and Steve as they're kind of making a little alliance. And Johnny Mac's telling Steve, you know, look, if you win a POV or something like that, you know, I want you to, I don't want you to use it or something. And, and he's like, well, you know, if I'm on the block, I'm going to use it. And Johnny Mac goes, you don't need to. And Steve says, well, I'm in danger. I need to use it. <laughs> and Johnny Mac goes, Steve, you haven't won anything. You're not in danger. Well, that changes everything tonight because Steve wins that HOH, and he puts up Jackie and Meg. Is it a safe put? Yes, it is. But I'm really surprised. I really thought that Steve would go back and attack Becky because there is no love between Steve and Becky. Uh, a lot of people feel like that that would have hurt his situation with Johnny Mac, but I don't know that it would have. Um, and maybe it would have. Uh, you know, I think Johnny Mac's quick enough on his feet to get over that. I don't think he would hold a grudge, especially if he sees an opportunity to grab the final two. Um, and Steve makes a decision, of course, to, to not put up James and not put up Becky and not put up anybody very threatening, but to go up against Meg and, and, and Jackie. 
Now, at this point, you got to realize that I'm pausing and I'm taking notes for this show because I want to deliver to you quality and perfection. I want to deliver you my best me that I can deliver. So I take these notes, and all I can think about is I really, 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 really want Meg to go home. Now, you may ask, why do I want Meg to go home? And you may want to feel, you may feel the same way. You may want to say, I want Meg to go home. And I think we're in agreement there because Meg is, has a very, very strong chance to float through to a final four, maybe even a final two. I mean, if you're going to take anyone in that house that's going to help you win $500,000, sitting next to Meg is not a bad proposition to be in. Now, I've always said, you people that tell that – I remember Robin Cass, who does the casting for Big Brother, puts out there on Twitter, oh, you know, who would you rather be on the final two with, a really strong competitor or, or a really, really weak competitor? And everybody's answering, you know, because all of a sudden you get the ego of Hercules and you go, oh, well, I want to go against the best. I'm going to go against the best. Nobody's trying to be the best at a strategy game against somebody who's really good in a situation where a jury is going to judge you. You always want to take somebody that you have an advantage over or that you perceive to have an advantage over, and sometimes it backfires. It backfires a lot of times. Hell, it backfired on Nicole season two with, with Will, uh, and it backfires all the time. But uh, a lot of times, you know, when you think about it, people float right through there, and it's stronger to take that one. It would have been just as strong for Derek to take Victoria, or I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember who won the last HOH. I think it was Cody. I think it was Cody. But uh, you know, it would have been Derek would have been just fine next to Victoria. And if you look at you know, hey Andy next to Gina Marie, hand him the money, write the check. You know, so. You don't always want to go with the strongest person. People who say that, I just don't understand that strategy. I know you. I know it's, an, it's a legend thing and you want to be the best. But listen, you don't want to take somebody who has an opportunity of winning next to you. We've seen it backfire over and over again. But Meg is that type of person that you can take and pretty much guarantee yourself $500,000. Now, this is a game about winning money, okay? If you want the easiest route to win money, you're going to take the easiest person to beat in the final two. All right, you're going to take somebody the jury probably is going to look at and say, what a joke, okay? I've got to give you the money. I can't give it to her. And so I think Meg really does have a case for getting through to the end. Now, and, uh, now as we go further, we realize we're watching the POV and this double eviction because we know that Jackie and Meg are up. POV happens, and guess who wins it? None other than Johnny Mac. And at that moment, as I'm taking notes, I think, well, maybe there is a backdoor plan that Steve has in motion. Maybe he's like, okay, if one of the girls win it or if somebody wins it and takes them off, wants to take one off, and they have a bigger target, they want to get rid of James or they want to get rid of Vanessa or whatever, then they'll, you know, proposition that opportunity. Of course, we know that Steve doesn't want to put up Vanessa. But still... I don't know that a lot of people I know that Steve and Vanessa are very tight. Uh, so I'm thinking that there might be a backdoor plan. Johnny Mac wins it, and I'm thinking, okay, there could be a backdoor plan in effect. They get a few minutes to talk, of course, and Johnny Mac chooses not to use the veto, leaving Jackie and Meg stranded on the block for the second part of the, of the uh, uh, eviction. Um, so this is very confusing. Now, I, 
it's a safe route for for Steve, of course. And, I, and Steve is somebody who thinks that he's always at risk, despite the fact that he's kind of not. I mean, he's right in that on that bubble of being a risk to people and not being a risk. Um, but he feels like that he is. <laughs> he feels like he's a, he's going to be somebody that people want to put up. Um, I think his I think his ego is a little big on that. But it's he could be right. Um, so Steve feeling that Steve's a threat. Um, puts up people that are very non-threatening to him. And it's very confusing. It's a non-blood move. Um, (laughs) It's very much something that I think is going to make Vanessa upset. Now, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I have to come on the the show and do this for you beautiful people that I love and adore. And so I don't see really what happens after the eviction, but I have to imagine that at some point Vanessa kind of looks at, at Steve and says, what the hell was that? What the hell was that? You got rid of you got you put Jackie and Meg up. I mean, ew, can you get me anything weaker? You know, can you not help me anymore? Can you not put up you know somebody who's gunning for me at all? You can't put up Becky. You can't put up James. You can't put up anybody that's gunning for me. So I think that there's going to be a little bit of stress between Vanessa and Steve. That's my guess. I don't know. Could be fine with it. Vanessa could say a. But you already know Vanessa does not control her emotions very well. I would imagine that something's going to be said to Steve about it from Vanessa's angle. Um, So anyway, so he doesn't use the POV. We do the vote. As much as I'm praying, please, Meg, go home. Meg, go home. Please. Jackie goes home. Now, is Jackie the best bet? I think you're 50-50 if you're in the house. I think that Jackie is a capable winner of some comps. Uh, She has won an HOH before. Um, But you know Meg's going to give you nothing, but you also have to think about Meg floating to the end. Now, if you're sitting in that house, and let's be reasonable about it, are you afraid of Meg winning anything? No. So it makes sense that Meg stays. But for our entertainment value... I really did hate seeing Shelly and Jackie go back-to-back. I really don't know that it's going to give us the quality for Meg to stay in there, as I would like to see. You know, Jackie is somebody who's very upfront and can compete, and she's also somebody who's very busybody in the Goblins. And and so, as the Gremlins or the Goblins, Gremlins were Canada, I think. But anyway, uh, so, you know, <laughs> Jackie walks out that door, but... Lo and behold, we both know, you and me, in this personal conversation we're having, that somebody's coming back. And I don't think it's going to be Jackie. But, you know, hey, look, I'm an odds man. I like to gamble on sports, as I told you guys. I like odds. You know, I like, I like you know, even money or better. And I think it's definitely going to be on Shelly. We have to see who goes next. I predict, and I don't think it's a big stretch here to predict this, but I kind of feel like, you know, when we get four people out, that'll be the competition. I don't think they'll do it with three. I think they'll wait till four are out. Um, and so that still gives Shelly an opportunity to return. I don't see Jackie doing it, but it gives her an opportunity for you Jackie fans, all three of you. Um, it gives you guys an opportunity. I'm kidding. I'm just joking, kind of. Um, an opportunity for Jackie to return. Gives an opportunity for Shelly to return. And let's face it. Shelly should know if she gets back in this house that it's not time to play any kind of social game. It's time to get dirty. 
She's going to have to go in there. She's going to have to win HOHs, and she's going to have to win POVs. When you return into that house, you have two choices. Either you can be quiet, which is not going to work for very long because people don't think you deserve to be back, or you're going to have to go headhunting. And sometimes I think the best thing to do is just say, scrap the social game. If you get invited back in that house, your goal at that point is to dominate competitions from that point on. Because I really don't think people are just going to let you slip under the radar when you return. You're an easy target. You're an easy person to get out. You're not going to cost anybody any blood. And if you're a serious threat, they don't want you to stay in there very long anyway. Uh, Some of you will point to Nicole. Sorry, Nicole's not a threat. Again, I don't see where her game is any threat of her returning. One of the worst people to return last season. But anyway. Um, you know, Shelly coming back is a huge threat to the house and to many people in the house. And so I think if she returns, uh, I think she's got to go really, really hard and aggressive. And it's just going to be one of those things that Shelly or Vanessa, Vanessa could go home next week. She might be one of the four that might return, uh, as will maybe James or somebody who's a strong competitor. I think those guys know if I have to come back, I have to dominate competitions from this point forward. I cannot take a day off. I cannot take a POV off. I cannot take an HOH off. I know that if I win HOH and I'm out for the next week, I can play every POV competition. And you're going to have to come back and you're going to play a lot like Frank Udi did in his season in Big Brother 14. Now, a lot of people don't like Frank the Tank. I love Frank the Tank because Frank the Tank fought his ass off week in, week out to prove he was going to be there. Was he a great social player? No. But he was a damn good competitor. And when and, and that guy was winning a POV or an HOH week after week because he knew, target's on my back, there is no time for social game. He made one mistake trusting Dan. We know that, swearing on the Bible and all that stuff. But point taken, that when you come back in that house, you have to play like, like basically like Frank did in his season. And you have to win competition after competition after competition. And I think Shelley can do that. I think Vanessa can do that. I think James can do that. So it's going to be very, very interesting as people return uh, or get the opportunity, and we get to see the next two who go home. It's going to be very, very interesting, folks. Um, of course, we've got tons of other stuff to talk about. But first, you know what I've got to do? I've got to take a commercial. And then we're going to go to my regulars. But, guys, you know what? Call in, 917-889-7084. A lot of people say, you know, I don't want to call because I'm, I'm, I'm shy. and uh, There's nothing to be shy about. Just call in. You don't even have to listen to yourself ever again. Just call in, listen to the sh- You know, let's talk a little bit, and I'll let you go when you're ready to go. The other two are, are good correspondents, you know, Miss Chicago, Mr. California. They've been with me from the beginning. So when they call in, I give them a lot of time because I want them to talk to you guys. They're fans of the show. I want to hear other perspectives. Sometimes they argue with me. So they're just staples of part of the show. But that doesn't mean that you can't call and give us a quick five minutes of what you think. So if you feel like it, give us a call. Send me a message, 917-889-7084. Let me know. Hey, call in and let me know who your favorite runner-up is and get off. That's all right. At At least you got to be featured on a show that is truly worldwide. I mean, it goes all the way around the globe and back again, folks. All right, listen. Got to take a little short break. They make me do it twice in an hour. So I'm going to take my first one. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, uh, we're going to have Mr. California for you guys. And he's going to tell you what he thinks is going on. Who knows? I don't even think they have preseason football going on over there. Maybe they do. But it doesn't matter. He's on the line, and he's waiting. So let's get to him, folks. 
Hang on. It's the Big Brother After Show with your host, Sam. Glad you're here. Me some of the easy good meatballs off the bone. Baby, I'm hungry. I say, baby, you hungry? Let's head to Mr. Squiggs and get us some ribs. 1017 South Eddie I need that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. When I'm dealing with Mr. Squiggs, I only deal with the best. Gotta have that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. Call 
where am I? I'm daydreaming about Dewey Brothers and barbecue. Uh, so <laughs> let's go. Let's go to Mr. California. Now you guys know him. He's a survivor expert, not survival expert, survivor expert. He also is a big fan of Big Brother. Always brings something really good to the table. You know, I've got to give him his intro music. Uh, to get him hyped up because he loves that stuff, man. Gets some chill bumps. He gets ready. He gets excited. Blood starts flowing. Heart starts pumping. This guy gets ready to come on air. It's amazing. This guy's going to wow you and, and dazzle you on air. Let me get to him. It's Mr. California. California. How are you doing, my friend? Um, I've been okay, but I thought for a second that your head was in the cloud for too long. Hey, man, listen. Uh, you know, that song, <laughs> they just make... Barbecue's already uh, already amazing enough, and then you add in a little, like, R&B song that makes it sound sexy. I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. You know what I mean? Like, that's good stuff, man. I mean, they sell it to you. But anyway, so I get, uh, you know, you get me some Doobie Brothers and barbecue, man, I get lost. But anyway, now... I want to ask you a question, and I think yeah. I think you have I think you've answered it before. How dangerous do you think Meg is? Continuing to stay in this game, she made it through the second half of the HOH uh, eviction. She's safe. Um, what do you think about her? I mean, do you think that this girl is a dangerous final two participant? Hell no. <laughs> how far do you think Meg? How far do you think Meg really gets? I mean, in your opinion. I think, she'll, I think she'll be like, if someone pulls Victoria on her, she'll be like a Victoria. She'll make it to the final three because she's not seen as a threat. But, do you, I mean, do you see somebody taking her, though? I mean, do you see somebody saying, you know what, if I take you, I'm almost guaranteed the money? Or do you think that or do you think that might scare someone from taking her to the final two? Because let's face it, I doubt she's going to win anything to get herself in that position. Somebody's going to have to drag her along. To be honest... I still don't know why the hell she's still in the game over Jason right. or Jack or even Shelly. Even though I don't like Shelly, I can't believe she's there all over those three. Uh, it is it is crazy because Meg has provided absolutely nothing. I mean, her advice, her advice to James was, you know, I mean, she, you know, she's just there. You know what I mean? And and I'll tell you something that aggravated me in, in her closing, in her in her statement to stay in the house. You know where she gets to say something before she's evicted. She said, guys, I'm just here to have fun and win money. And at that point, really, I would have just gotten rid of her. Because at that point, I don't, I'm, not, I, I'm not here to have fun and win you money. I'm here to win the money. You know what I mean? And to say that I'm, I'm here just – she basically said, I'm here to coast to $500,000. I'm here to float my way to $500,000 having a good time all the way. And that should have really posted people up. They should have realized, you know what? This girl's going to end up in a final two or three position, and I want that position, not her. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm, I agree with you 100%. I'm amazed that she's surviving as long as she has. Do you, 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 so you do not see her really getting to a final two. Do you think people kind of wake up to that floater deal she's got? I hope they do. If not, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of freaking idiots. Well, you know... I mean, we're talking about a house that basically sent Shelly home over Vanessa when we thought Vanessa was a lock. Do you do you agree with their decision to send home Shelly, or do you think it was a mistake? 
I think it was a mistake. You think Vanessa should have been the person to go home? Yeah, I think Vanessa should have gone home. I think sending Shelly home was safe. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, who do you think? Well, let me ask you this, because this had to do a lot with the decision that they made. Who do you think is a better competitor? Do you think Shelly or Vanessa is the better competitor? I think Shelly is. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, you give her enough reason to be vengeful. You know, Shelly is a very, very scary person to keep in this game. And I think they were right. I think I think a good way to get rid of Becky is to keep Vanessa in the house because you know that's her target. But, you know, I mean, Vanessa is so erratic. To believe that she is going to stick to any plan that she tells you is kind of stupidity. Don't you agree? I mean, she has not been very on – she's not been very – uh, good at following what she says she's going to do. I mean, we see her in HOHs all the time, Mr. California. She's going to do this, she's going to do that, and then she'll flip it the five minutes before, you know, the nomination ceremony, she flips it. And, you know, and everybody's like, why the hell did Jason go up? Or, you know, why the hell did this person go up? And it's just random, you know? And it's like, okay, you know, can you really trust Vanessa at all? I don't think you can. I, I think they're a bunch of idiots that they didn't get rid of Vanessa or Meg. They should have gotten rid of both of those people. Vanessa is uh, is a, um, what's it called? She's a, I'm trying to think of the word. It's not a, she's a, she's a loose cannon. Yes. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And but, but tell me this. Do you think that Vanessa is probably the biggest game player in the house? I mean, do you? I know people like Johnny Mac, but do you think that – I mean, look at what Vanessa has accomplished. I mean, as crazy as she drives us all watching her when she's in a pressure position, at the same time, she continues to stay in the house. I mean, there's got, you've got to give credit where credit's due. Do you feel like Vanessa's the strongest player in the house? Hell no, I don't. Who do, to you, who's the strongest player, in your opinion? I think Johnny matches because he's he's laying low. People don't realize what people are saying that he's strong. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's he's okay. I'll make you. I'll, I'll tell you an example of being low okay. on the radar. Um, yes. On season four of Survivor, there was okay. So the final five were people who took out a big alliance. Uh, there was like four people who were a big alliance that were going to pick off the other five underdogs one by one. This right. woman, Vesepia, she was below the radar. She didn't do anything that made her look bad, but she instigated things which she didn't make, things, make her look bad, like where she was getting negative attention. She laid low, but she was able to make it to the end. Without mm-hmm. having to talk on her back, right? And so and, you I think know, what Johnny Mac. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, you were going to say. No, no, no. I'm with you. Go ahead. So I think what Johnny Mac is doing is he's laying low, and people aren't aware that he's he's strong, that he's physically strong, and maybe even mentally strong, and they're just they're they they think that he's not a game player, but he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get the impression of that. I mean, you know, here's a guy who keeps winning these POVs. He won tonight. I mean, he keeps stacking up these POVs. 
as we have said, me and you both have said, an HOH is around the corner for this guy. An HOH is bound to happen for Johnny Mac. And they continue to let him kind of stick around and stick around and stick around. I think, you're, I think you've got a really great point, though, because, you know, it feels like Johnny Mac's social game outweighs Vanessa's by a great margin. And, it, and it's like, although Johnny Mac has been able to win things, he's still socially pretty regarded as a safe person to kind of share secrets with and to align with and to let stay in the house. You're right. It could be very well that Johnny Mac is the strongest player. But, you know, Vanessa's got to be up there. I mean, you know, she's not she's not pulling, you know, these Dr. Will Dan things, but she's pulling her own weight in her game. And, you know, sometimes I wonder if her little breakdown and meltdowns and her emotional uh, turmoil isn't something that she's doing on purpose to kind of make people maybe feel bad for her or feel like, hey, you know what, she's not stable, she's not a concern anymore, she's not a real game player now because she's so thrown off. I don't know. Whatever she is doing, but it's working. Whatever she's doing, it's working. And I imagine she's going to just keep doing it, you know, because it is working so well, you know. And and then here we go. You know, we've got Austin and the Twins, who were these huge targets a couple of weeks ago, right? And none of mm-hmm. the people. I mean, these guys are these guys are coasting. I mean, life is good on the Austin and Twins situation right now. Because as much as they were a target before, they just seemed to just been able to get themselves back underwater, stay low, do their thing, stay in the weeds, and not really crawl attention to each other. How long do you think Austin and the Twins can make it? I think they're lucky. They're coasting. <laughs> they're coasting yeah. right now. They're they're not seeing us threats. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, how, I mean, how far do you think they can go, though? I mean, you know, Austin almost won the HOH tonight. He was one of the three last people. He answered wrong, you know, <coughs> and he goes to Steve. Excuse me. I mean, do you think that as these numbers kind of narrow down and these odds get better for people, do you think Austin the Twins really have an opportunity to make it to, say, a Final Four? Um, uh, it's going to be I mean, hard for anybody to get this win. I think they can make it to the final six. Yeah. But, I, I mean, a twin's got to go. You know, because yeah. nobody – I mean, he would be even stupid to take both twins, even if he has the chance to take them to a final four. He's stupid to take both of them because they're both going to eventually cut him, even though he doesn't. And you know what? I, I really do think, Mr. California, that Liz does like Austin – I just think she's hiding it from her sister. I think it's one of those things that maybe when you're stuck in a house with somebody for that long, you begin to just kind of develop feelings naturally. We see it every season. There's feelings always that develop because you're stuck in a house together. I kind of feel like Liz might be serious about that. Might kind of have some feelings for Austin, and I think she's kind of maybe hiding it from her sister. But i got to think that Julia being more cutthroat than Liz is, in my opinion, I think eventually Julia's going to want to get rid of Austin. I mean, do you see that that's a good play for Julia at some point to get Austin out of the way? Yeah. I think so, too. I I think so, too. I do. I think so. So, here we are. We got this television. Where do you you rank Steve? Uh, You know what? 
Now I know now I know who Steve is because I had to pay attention last episode to who the hell he was. <laughs> so now I know who he is. So right. um I think Steve is a wannabe Ian. Really? Yeah. I I can see that. I can see that. They both have that kind of mind. They both lay under the radar. They're both pretty good socially. Um, and, you know, and you heard the nominations. I mean, what do you think of Steve's nominations of Jackie and Meg? I mean, is that a no-blood-on-your-hands nomination if you've ever heard one before? I mean, absolutely no dirt thrown whatsoever in that nomination ceremony. If I were him, I would have put up Vanessa and and uh, Meg. Yeah, but see, him and Vanessa have a thing. Him and Vanessa are good. They're working together. I think I'm really surprised Becky didn't go up. I really am. I think him and Becky have a strained relationship. Becky has talked about getting rid of Steve in the past. But like I said, Becky's got her own trouble because as we said, you know, the 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 you know, somebody started the thing about Becky talking to Shelley and Clay and giving them all kinds of information. And so now Shelley's kind of viewed as a rat and I don't know that she has the support of James and the rest of them. Um I'm just, you know, it's just going to be a really weird next couple of weeks. It's going to be an awkward week with Steve there after winning HOH and uh, putting, you know, Jackie and Meg up. And I think what it's done is it's really divided Steve from that group. You know, any kind of communication with Steve from James and and Jackie and Meg is obviously going to be cut off uh, because he put Jackie and Meg up. So he's probably done some damage to himself. But i got to think, you know, I still don't think he's going to be taken serious. Wait, who's going to be taken serious? Steve, I don't think Steve's going to be taken serious still, even after his HOH. Nope, I don't think so either. I mean, you I know, think, I just... I, I think he has a chance to be taken seriously, like a majority of the singers of today's industry... Do you, do you, what would you think about, let me just ask you this, because it's, it's probably a really good opportunity, but it, it would be an interesting final two. Who wins in a Johnny Mac-Steve final two? No, I'll tell you what. Johnny take Mac. That back. Okay, Johnny that's Mac. fair, because I thought about it after I said it. What about a, a Johnny Mac-James final two? Oh, shit, that's a hard one. Yeah. I mean, who do you think that's- pulls that out? Holy shit, man! <laughs> oh, I could say James and John. <laughs> <laughs> James That's and Johnny Mac probably. James and Johnny Mac, or Johnny Mac, any variation really of James, Johnny Mac, and probably Vanessa, is probably a really hard final two. I mean, any way you mix those those three up, it's probably a hard final two. And it's probably the best final two that you'll get any one of those three in that two, final two position. Because I think if Vanessa makes it to that final two, a lot of the jury members are going to look at her as, okay, you survived from mid-season until now. How in the world did you do that? How in the world were you able to flip boats the way that you were? I think, and, but then they're going to look at Johnny Mac and say, look, you know, you played a great social game. You won when you had to win. Uh, you know, I, I just, and they could say the same thing about James. I mean, those three are probably, you know, unless I'm missing someone, those three are probably the three best candidates for a final four, final two position that would actually make the season pretty good, I think, because I wouldn't know how the vote would go. 
just, just, just imagine if someone like Meg was in the final two. <laughs> I just, you know what? It's as, it's as frustrating as Victoria. I have see people get me get me kind of confused. I, you know, I know that people hate Shelley. I know people hate Vanessa. I know that people hate the aggressive players. I love aggressive players. I Rachel Rachel Riley gets on my last ever loving damn nerve. But I love to I love to hate her. I love to watch her compete. I love to have her stay in the house because I know there's going to be drama. I know there's going to be action. And and the same thing with a lot of other players. Uh, you know, I like people who are aggressive game players. I want to see action and I want to see drama. I want to see people making moves. I cannot stand to see somebody like Victoria or somebody like Meg or somebody like Gina Marie to get in those final four positions. It absolutely flies all over me. I cannot, cannot stand it. So I am not on board with, with Meg. And I really did want Megan to go, or Meg to go home tonight. I really, really did. I was kind of hoping that would happen. And, of course, they so Jackie is the bigger threat. I guess I see that. Um, but I'm with you. I you know, when I thought Victoria was going to make that final two, I almost lost it. And I was so scared somebody was going to take her to that final two. I mean, $50,000 is so undeserving by people like Meg and people like, you know, Gina Marie and people like that. And I, and I know a lot of players who have played this game will disagree and get upset with me and send me a, a nasty message. But I just feel like if you're aggressive, you deserve to be in that spot. If you're a floater, it's been played out. Floating has been played out. And I understand that that's a strategy, and I think you should do it for some time. I think if you can do it early in the game and just be a social butterfly and you can survive, you know, six weeks, go for it. I have no problem with that as long as you begin to develop a strategy as you're in this game. But if your strategy is continue to float and hope somebody takes you to the end hoping they can win against you, I just don't see an argument that Meg's going to make to anyone. What are you going to say if you're Meg to get people to give you the money? What are you going to say to people in jury if you're Victoria to get people to give you the money? They're not. You're simply playing for second place if you continue to float to the end of the game. And it's annoying to viewers. It's annoying to people who love this game to see people who really are taking up a spot of a game player to get into the second position and win fifty grand. It's, it's very frustrating. And so I'm definitely not on the side of Meg being in that final four. I don't want to see Meg. I would love to see Meg go home. I would I – would, do backflips if Meg self-evicted to die to go home. Like I'm so not on board with Meg winning anything. I don't even know if they should, they should give her her stipend check. <laughs> I want Meg to get the hell out of there too. I'm telling you, man. It's like, man, I'd rather have Jason or or Jackie or Shelly back in than have her there. Well, you know, and and probably probably what's going to happen is Meg's going to go home next week. And they're going to have a second chance opportunity for jury, and she's going to return. It's going to be like Nicole. I swear, I know I keep bringing it up, but I remember everybody wanted Nicole to return last year, and it drove me absolutely insane. Please do not let somebody that doesn't have any gameplay return in the, out of the jury pool. Please, because that can obviously make a season way worse. So I'm hoping that it won't. Um, give me a prediction. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, we've got Steve at one H O H, you know, Jackie goes home. Uh, you know, who do you think is the who do you think has the most before I let you go, who needs to win H O H the most right now? Who needs an H O H win this next week? Even though I don't like her, I think Vanessa or Johnny Mac has to. Yeah. 
I agree with you. I think I think Vanessa has to pull off an HOH next week, or she's in deep trouble. She's in real deep trouble because people are that she's just dead in the water. And although she's playing, I I like her game. Although she's doing, she's just an emotional wreck, and it's going to happen again. Something's going to happen that's going to cause her to fly off the handle. Somebody's going to say they, that she said something about someone, and she's going to lose it, and she's going to be right back in, in in dark place again. So I hope that she does win to keep the show very interesting, and maybe she'll send Meg home. I doubt it. But she's going to be gunning for Becky. That's for sure. But uh, Mr. California, I, I got to make a run, man. I got to shorten it up tonight. I appreciate you, buddy. All right. Sure. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll talk to you again this week, right, coming up. Sure. All right. We'll see you, Mr. California. I appreciate it, my friend. All right. No problem. Bye, buddy. Hey, it's one of our best. I love that guy when he he comes on. He delivers every time. He's going to give me great answers to my questions. Uh, and you can be that, too. 917-889-7084. We've got a little bit more time. Um, you know, I feel like Vanessa's got to win this next HOH. I think it's a very serious situation for her. I agree with what he's saying. I also kind of got to let him go because I know he wants to watch on the West Coast. Um, but uh, anyway, so I think Vanessa's really got to win this HOH. I don't think Johnny Mac needs to as bad. I, I just really don't feel like Johnny Mac's in that position yet. I think he's he's so capable of winning POVs that I think he's quite comfortable where he's at in his position. And I'm not so sure, and I've said it in the past, because I think that you know, had the Sixth Sense Alliance, which you've seen crumble, had the Sixth Sense Alliance stayed together, I think Johnny Mac would have been in trouble. Okay? Um, but now that Becky's been HOH, James has been HOH, Steve's been HOH, I, I really feel like there's bigger targets in front of Johnny Mac right now, especially if Vanessa wins uh, or Austin wins. I don't see him putting Johnny Mac up. You know, I think there's just bigger fish right now, and I think Johnny Mac's in, the, in a great position. Uh, so, I, you know, I feel like Vanessa needs to win that, but I'm not so sure that Johnny Mac needs to win it. Um, and, again, you know, Austin and the Twins are in such a good spot, too, on both sides that it's kind of crazy, but they probably don't need to win it either. Um, so, anyway, now, Miss Chicago told me that she was trying to call in. She's sitting here on hold. She's trying to call in. But she says, I'm afraid that it won't let me come on because of the way it kind of introduced her when she called in. She's got a line that she calls in that everybody can call in, 917-889-7084. So if I play her intro music and she's not there, we're just going to carry on. But i got a feeling I'm going to be able to fit her in, folks. So let's go for it like we're going to normally do it, and let's see what happens. It's live radio. What are you going to do? We can't edit this stuff. Please welcome my friend and yours, Miss Chicago. Miss Chicago, were we able to get you through? Yes, ma'am. I think you were. Look at that. See, mm-hmm. I told you now. You 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 sent me a message saying, you know, I don't even. I said you just hang in there. I'm going to find a way to get you on. And lo and behold, through the magic of live radio, we're able to get you on live on the air. Now you saw tonight's episode. You didn't have to deal with any of that preseason garbage. You tell me what did you think about tonight's episode? Was it a good episode to you? Did the right people go home? Did the right people go up in the second HOH? What do you think about Steve winning? Tell me about what you're thinking. 
oh my God, give me a pill right now. You're overwhelming me. I'm trying, I'm trying to pick it all out. I'm <laughs> Let me pick you up. It was a good episode. I'm so glad to talk to you all tonight and the fans. And please, if y'all are a fan of Big Brother, call in to the show. Yeah, Don't call in. This is how you and I became friends, Big Brother, brother, That's right. sister. Call into the show. So That's please, right. Hey, you you call in, you're a friend for life. That's the way I look at it. You call in, you're a friend for life. Okay, Sam. Yes. Who? Where do I begin? You know who I am. Yep. I think that the stronger players right now, believe it or not, for me, is Steve and Johnny Mac. I believe that y'all didn't make all this for like she's not, she's not a strong player. They know that about me. She's not a strong player. That's why they kept her. Because I think that it's so much across the board right now. I'm so overwhelmed with the double eviction yeah. and all that crap. Internet, I don't know why people on the internet was so about uh, Vanessa or, or Shelly Lee, but it didn't matter. Six, one, half, dozen, the other. It didn't matter. They were both going to do the same thing if they stayed in the house. Witches look at the kids and the Austin. So if you look at the kids and Austin, that's sitting pretty to me. But I yes. think, what I think, honestly, I hope the fans are listening, I think that Johnny Depp and Steve have an unspoken alliance that is really I think so, too. When you watch tonight, before he went in and he put his two, you know, weak players up with him, he had nothing to lose. They came out the room together. But I was mm-hmm. talking about Johnny Mack was against Vanessa. Remember? He, he won Vanessa's arm. So That's right. I've been some kind of weird alliance they've had together that we haven't seen because he, I can see the, the, the smart way out. It's not that the punk move, but it worked for him. I didn't like it as a player, you know, as a fan of Big Brother, but he's like, I don't want to get blood on my hands. So I think they kind of, they play the fence for so long in this game. If you notice this, they've both done that. Such was playing yes. himself. You know, Great I think point. that he did a smart move. He was like, you know what, I'll just throw darts at the board where it lands and lands. Like, he really didn't want to get blood in his hands. And I think that what's going to happen then going forward is Vanessa being in the house is no different than Shelly being in the house at this point going forward. Because, you know, this well, thing, uh, I think. Now, let me say this. Let me say this from from. I think that Vanessa, if you look at it from an outsider's view where we're, where we're looking, I think Shelly was a lot more alone than Vanessa was. And I think that Shelly was going to struggle to work with somebody because she had burned so many bridges and she had gotten so upset with James about James wearing Clay's sweatshirt and all that silly stuff that I think that Shelly was really alone, which made her the, the person that probably really should have stayed in the house, whereas Vanessa still works with Austin and the Twins and she's still That's working right. with Steve, and she's still talking to Johnny right. Mack. So I don't know it's, that Vanessa wasn't the strongest person to, to, to go tonight. I think Vanessa probably too. was the strongest person to send home over Shelly. I don't think that Shelly truly has anyone that was willing to work with her outside of Vanessa. My whole thing now is that the fans of Big Brother, especially, you know, we've been watching this, this, this show for years. Mm-hmm. It has changed over the last two or three years. It has changed tremendously. Oh, yeah. I think yes, that people watching the show now need to understand that 
we have an alliance, and you have a back door, it's silent. No one knows about it. It just happens. They don't see that. I think that now with Shelly or Vanessa saying, it didn't matter to me, in my opinion, watching Big Brother, that this Vanessa Smith has an advantage because she has this Austin and the twins, and um, now I think that James lets his HOAs up because he kind of trusts too many people. He doesn't try to reach out and say, you know, going further in the game, what would be help me? I think he kind of just mm-hmm. settled for what he was doing. He had that power. He got cocky. And I think that's going to burn his butt up. I really do. I think mm-hmm. that Vanessa's still being in that game. She's smart. And she's really much, pretty much on the fence. You know, you got, I believe that Steve and Johnny Mac are playing together. He was able to know it. I think it's going to work out for them to their advantage. I really do believe that. Because they've been playing the game well. Like you said, Johnny Mac was always the pawn to go up and, you know, he's never made enemies. He's always in conversations. And Austin has never really done nothing. He's just sitting back mm-hmm. right now, you know, enjoying his game. Which is really no game whatsoever to see what, you know, they're going to do. So well, who do you, who do you think was, is the strongest player right now? I mean, if you had to look for for their strategy, uh, their complete play, who do you think is the strongest game player in the house? I honestly hate to say, but I think, I think Stephen and Donnie Matt. I really do. Yeah. And that I hate to, to say that because I love Big Brother and I love, you know, you have people that you, you know, gravitate towards, but as far as gameplay, I think they're sitting really pretty right now. Do you not agree? They're sitting really damn pretty. I agree completely. I think Johnny Max is sitting back great. and see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really amazing to see what he did tonight with his choices of, like you said, was weak, you know. Just put, uh, uh, who you put up, uh, Jackie and who, who was it, uh, Meg? They're going to keep making it there because she, 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 they can get her to go on either side. She's so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. She don't care. Yeah. She's just there to play. She don't care. So they knew that they would have a harder time with um, my boy that I love, uh, the little, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Lord, I hate when I do this. James? The brain fart. Yeah, James was closer yeah. to Jackie than he was to Meg in terms of, you know, you can get right. Nate to kind of get on your side easily to get with Jackie. So that's why they voted her out. Yeah. So it's going to yeah, be interesting I, to see. What's, I agree. I, you know, and I wonder, I, if, I wonder if James is sitting there realizing that the target's getting awful close to him because, you know. Oh, it is. Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, he's almost got to figure out how he's going to realign himself because he really, I, and I said this, Sam. we said this in his HOH, that we he sure did, did make those deals that he should have made, we sure and did. now it's going to end up biting him on the butt because you know he what should happened have made was deals. He got caught up in the moment of having his way, and he did, he trusts too many people. Yeah. His nemesis was the one when he was sitting in that room and he was talking to them, and she ran right to Shane Clay and said everything that James was saying. I mean, right mm-hmm. then, that was like, I think, two or three weeks ago. Right then and there, he trusts too many people. I, you know, I think it's going to be a wild card is Vanessa because she's in the house again and she's a smart player. This is, I think, exciting for Big Brother, to be honest with you, as a season. I think it's going to be exciting to see who's going to gravitate towards what side of the house. Because oh, it's yeah. going to really get interesting now. It really is. It's going to depend on Sunday night who went to eight and how that's going to flip that house again. I do appreciate that James did flip the house as far as making that, you know, putting Shay and Clay up or whatever. 
I think that was that flipped the house, that was good, which makes me excited. But now going forward, I think he kind of just gave up after he, you know, did that. He's just like, okay, right. I did it, and I'm good, and I'm cool. Now you're not about to be put on a block if you don't win something. And now who do you think he has on his side? I mean, because look at Vanessa being there. She is a gold-hungry beast. She is going to mm. play this game. And I think that well, Austin, I can't. Go ahead. But, 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 you know, but, you know, again, I don't know that Vanessa's, Vanessa's in a bad position. I don't think it's that bad because if you think about who Vanessa is working with and who she has, she's got Steve. Who she's working with she, now. She'll be, what, she's Austin got Liz, Queen? she's got Julia, and she's got yeah. Austin. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's four people out of nine that that's she's got kind of that she's working with. Yeah. But and if Steve, if you if think Steve about, and Johnny Mac are working together, then she's really got oh, five people on her side. Because if if Steve can convince Johnny Mac on what to do, if they're working together, then we know that Steve and Vanessa are very tight. So Vanessa's really so not we, in a bad spot. Do you agree with this though? That I think that Johnny Mac and Steve are working very well together. Oh, yeah. I think they're in the yeah. best position right now. Believe it or not, I really do. I hate to say it. I think they're in a very good position because they yeah. they they play the game so well as far as getting, you know, just kind of in this room and that room, getting this conversation and that conversation. And, you know, Shelly yeah. said at the beginning that Dominic has always been there for her in play. So yeah. I think they're sitting pretty, believe it or not. It's shocking to say, but I think they're sitting really damn pretty right now. And I think as far as Meg, oh, my God, she's just that, you know, like uh, Victoria was last year. I don't – when I heard you talk about her – Yeah, Meg is last this year's year, Victoria. No. That, she, mm-hmm. no. It's a joke. She's not – no. She, I don't think well, she's you know, that far. I really don't. Well, you're looking at a situation where I think that – you know, I was asking Mr. California, who do you think needs to win HOH the worst next next week? And he said that he thinks that it's Vanessa. And I'm going to go over the top of that, and I'm going to actually say that I think it's James or Becky. Because yes, when I look absolutely. at who's around Vanessa, you know, Liz, mm-hmm. Julia, Austin, and Steve, with Johnny Mac right. as a, kind of on the side, I really see that the most exposure in this game is really for Becky and James, who are both competitors, think- who are both in very much big trouble. If any of those four people win an HOH. Because if you look at, like, the scenes and all that stuff, I think that Austin is feeling really good about himself right now. Like, they haven't really done nothing. They're just sitting back, you know, and seeing who throws the darts and where the darts land, and that's what they gravitate towards. Because they really, and it's a smart thing to do, you know, not being involved in anything right now. And it's smart. I don't like it because I can't stand Austin, but he's playing a good game right now. Just not say nothing. Just sit back and, you know, see what happens. And watch, you yeah. know, both sides of the house yeah. against each other. Because, I, I mean, really, Austin, Austin and the Twins, Austin and the Twins have really stepped back. I mean, from being in the middle of the game like they were, if you compare the beginning of the season where they were really in the middle of that silent or that, um, that six-to-six now, Yes, they're just sitting back. And you know what? And I hate to say because I love Big Brother, I love, you know, like you said, gameplay. I love to see people get dirty. I love to see people, you know, get in it. But you know mm-hmm. what? Big Brother today is not the way it was like we knew it. It's changed a lot. That's right. And pretty much sitting back and just seeing what happens is pretty much what the game's about right now. I don't like it, but it's what the game is. 
And I think that uh, Johnny Mac, I hate to say it, and Steve are playing really smart right now by being on both mm-hmm. sides. You know, Johnny, Steve spent a lot of time with uh, Shelly before she left the house. You know, yep. he spent a lot of time in the room with her, and, you know, it's just, if you're not a fan of the show and what we knew, old school Big Brother, it's completely changed now. I don't like it, but you have to deal with it and deal with part well, of you know, with. And I, you're right, because when Steve won that second HOH, there's one rule that I believe and one rule that I would play by. When somebody wins a double eviction HOH or when somebody wins a HOH, your main objective, whether you're on their crap list or whether you're an ally, is to be the last person that talks to that HOH. You want to be the That's last right. person to influence that HOH and to say what you need to say. And when Steve won that second HOH for the double eviction mm-hmm. tonight, one thing I noticed, not one person other than him and Johnny Mac talking, not one That's person right. approached Steve to be his, the last person there. That shows me that there's not a lot of tremendous gameplay. And I, I think Vanessa would have, did but you, Vanessa knew she was did safe. Did you see that? Because I saw that as well. I was like, yeah. So, you know what? I, I, mean, I think it made me realize the big brother we knew is gone. I just saw I think him come out of the room with Johnny Mac. And I was like, oh, yeah. they're, they're in Kudukus together. They really are. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. the smartest players right now. I hate to say, but they really are. And I think that they really have the power right now, whether they know it or not. I saw it, just like you did. I'm thinking, you know, you go up to people, you, like, snatch them or whatever. No, it's not like that anymore. It's not like that anymore. No. It was it's really not. weird to see that tonight. It really was. Yeah, you know, I've just, so much we've, seen, we've seen so many past seasons where a double eviction oh, happens, Lord. and then I mean, and it almost like the show almost runs over because people are trying to talk to that HOH winner to That's help him make a decision yes. or her make a decision. Mm-hmm. And then tonight, it was almost like there was nobody that was, was really he, saying, look, I need he, to talk to you. Let me talk to you. Nobody mm-hmm. tried to be in his ear last minute. I felt like he was already committed to what Johnny yeah. Neff and Steve were going to do. They already do. Yeah. And yeah. Neff, I'm so glad you saw that insight because I saw it. I was like, really? So it's yeah, I was really surprised. It was really shocking because Big Brother, as we knew it in the past, it's over. It's almost like they have the secret alliance. Not only they do. So I guess the next head of household is going to really see who, who, where they, I believe him and, and uh, Stephen and Johnny Mac are together. We're going to see what's going to happen with the head of household, whatever. It's going to be really interesting. But I'm kind of glad, like you had called it a couple of weeks ago. It's going to be interesting. And I hate to say, but James did shake this game up. He really did. Now, what he mm-hmm. did with it, once he got to heaven household, you know, he kind of messed up a little bit. But he shook that game up. He shook the house up. And that's why Shelly's song and that's why Taylor's song. Because to me, because of James, had a household. That's right. So I thought that was really interesting. But Nessa being in that house, to me, is dangerous. But it would have been just as dangerous if Shelly would have been there. Because they're both equally, to me, very dominating people. They know how to shift this game up. And they know how to talk. And they know what to do. So we'll see what's going to happen. I'm, I'm interested. I'm happy. You know that something's happening as opposed to last year with we knew every week what was going to happen, what Derek wanted, who's going to do it, who's going to make the choice. But Derek called well, yeah, out last And that alliance was so huge that it almost it overtook the entire season. Um, and things that would have changed the season that would have, you know, and like we said, there's always a part every single season. There's always a week where game where the house could flip, 
in the last right. couple of seasons, we have not seen it flip, and we saw it flip sure this did. season. And now we're yep. seeing a little bit of a battle within the house. I mean, we're seeing a lot of strong players that are still in there kind of battling it out and trying to figure out their angle. And I think it's going to make for a, a good ending as long as Meg is not in that final two. But I'm going to ask you like I asked Mr. California. You know, do you think that Meg is somebody that that people are going to take to the final two because they think that she's going to be guaranteed money? You know what? I honestly don't see that happening because it's almost like spoken to their game, if they're really a gamer. You know, it's, this is the thing about Big Brother. You can go there to mm-hmm. win money. Everyone wants to win money. But you have players like Dan. You don't know not care. History of Big Brother players. Boogie and, uh, you know, we. you have people that want to be known for playing the game and not just giving up you know, because it's easy. I don't think she's going to go to the final two because someone feels that you go, you know, like you said with Derek and Victoria. Oh, my. How depressing that was that. Yes, absolutely. It was just so depressing. Sam, ain't no way in hell Maine's going to know final two. And I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I'll say that in regards of, I'll say with Vanessa because she's such a dominating person. I won't see her, her going past um, uh, Vanessa. I won't see her going past James because they play the game. I won't see her going yeah. past, you know, players that are in the house to play the game. Now, with that being said, if Johnny Mack or maybe Stephen wins, you know, HOH or, you know, whatever they need to win, it makes a difference on their part. So I think that people that make that house to play, I think is Vanessa. I think Shelly may come back. I don't think they'll let her get off that easy. I just really don't see it that way. I don't even know if they care about the money as much as, you know, just not let her float by for the money. Mm-hmm. So that right. is my opinion because I respect their gameplay. And like I said, Shelly and Vanessa, to me, are 50-50. Six of them have better deserve If she would have stayed, it would have been the same thing with Vanessa if I had to stop playing her game now. What that's going to be is going to be, you know, on the fence. Who does she side with, John, uh, with uh, Austin and Twins? Or we can go with uh, James and his little crew. It's left to be seen. Mm. So it's going to be interesting going forward. I think it's interesting because it's a game now. It's not just, you know, predictable every single week. It's predictable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think now it's interesting. I think it's, it's fun. I'm excited. I'm like bubble guts tonight watching the show. You know, and who's going? To, and I think Steve took the easy way out, but he did that for a reason because him and Tommy Mack have a pack going on. They're like, who cares? You know, between Meg and and uh, it's, uh, uh, what's her name? Who cares? You know, that's well, not their target. Let me ask you this: If I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Mr. California, if if Johnny Mack and James are final two, who do you think wins? Uh, I would say, honestly, James, because John, what has Johnny Mac done to anyone? He's always just sat back and allowed himself to be a peon. He sat mm-hmm. back to be a pawn. He sat back and everything. But never seen him have a conversation with anyone as far as gameplay. Well, let me take that back because he did talk to uh, Stephen about, you know, uh, Vanessa, and he wanted Vanessa out, which I thought she was going to be put on the. I thought she was going to go home tonight. As far as Johnny Mac was concerned, because she didn't like the method. But, oh no, Sam, that's kind of hard because who do you pick? Because if you 
also not get blood on his hands? I don't you know. know. You know, I almost, I almost I, yeah, think that. that's how you look at the game. Like, is he smart for doing that? Yeah. But uh, I look you know, at Johnny, I, I mean, I look at James because he did kind of shake the house up. And maybe yeah, more, absolutely. you know, when he gets, so how do you, ugh. It's like eating pork chop and fried chicken. What do you choose? They're both good. Damn. Yeah, I, I almost think that that's a really <laughs> tough one. Like I told, like I told Mr. California, you know, James, um, uh, James, Vanessa, or Johnny Mac uh, being in, in those final two, I think you've got a really you know hard what? time. And you know what? To be we honest don't know with you, if, we, we don't know if Shelby would be the most amazing. I honestly believe James, Vanessa, and Johnny Mac, I would be happy with either one, to be honest with you. And that's a well, good feature for Big Brother for me. It, it might end up that way, and it might actually cap off a, a season to make the season much better. You know, seasons always kind of come down to the final six. If you got a really good, solid final six, you know, it could First turn the half. season completely into a great season. So we so got to look at I hope Sunday I, night. Who's going to win HOH and house? It, that's right. Whoever wins HOH this Sunday is going to flip that house. We're going to see right. then, you know, we are going where to see. it's going. And then I, you yeah, know, and I'm I, and I, like, so excited like I about said, this because we haven't had this for two I, seasons. So we're like, oh, bring it. I don't that's care. Right. Just bring it. Just bring and it. And like I said, I think I, I think the strongest people that really need an HOH right now are going to be Becky and James. I think Becky and James, if you want to see the house balance back out, you've got to have Becky or James win an HOH and then attack back. You know, put up a Vanessa and an Austin or something like that. You know, I they're would gonna love have to swing to see back. Austin. I would love to see them yeah. play. But who would put them so up? We, I think James would. I think he would. I think so. Oh, absolutely. I think Becky would too. So, you know, Becky would probably try to finish what she started. But, you know, look, this is this, we're going to know Sunday, and we're going to have, a, a, you know, an interesting show on Sunday, and then we're going to have another great eviction on Thursday. So <laughs> this thing's starting to wrap up. We're starting to hit the, the straightaway at this point. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is well, really good. Remember last year I was so depressed. I'm like, it uh, doesn't matter. I know. Last, last season was a little slow. And it got, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. my God. But this year, this season, all the fans, I hope y'all are listening, call in. Please call yes, in. Give your opinions. Do. And really say how you feel. Because I was mad at you because I didn't see on uh, Facebook or anything about the uh, second, the uh, running up. I didn't see that. I would have had my Yeah, list, well, tell right? me real quick. I've, I, I got to run, but tell no. me real quick. Who's your favorite runner-up? Mm-hmm. I'm not, because I'm interested because you I don't know about this. I have a list <laughs> prepared. I know in my mind, but I'm interested, so I'm going to punish you. So I'm gonna well, just give me, give, me, give me your number one. Your number one no. runner-up. All right. You? <laughs> hey, you know I love you. I got to go. No. I appreciate it, Miss Miss Chicago. I will talk to you next week. All right. All right, folks, it can be you. I know somebody had called in. You only held for about 35 seconds before I lost you. If you want to call back, you got some time. So listen, i got to go to break again because we already hit our hour mark, and then when I come back, we're going to finish up. We're going to do the power players, and then I'm going to give you my list, my very actual short list, embarrassing short list of, uh, of my favorite runner-ups, and you guys can agree or disagree. You can call in, say what you want. Uh, you know how that goes. And, uh, again, uh, we had somebody call in, but they only held for about 30 seconds. You should have held on a little longer. I was about to go to you. Hey, stay
Stay tuned, folks. We're almost done. I swear we're almost out of the woods. You're listening to Big Brother After Show with Sam. We'll be right back. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist and twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts, Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola, open happiness. Hey, we're back, folks. Um, let's talk a little bit about the power uh, power players. This is something that Big Brother, Online Big Brother puts out. It's one of my favorite spoiler sites. Um, they do a live feed breakdown and whatnot. Uh, it's one of my, like I said, my, probably my go-to. Uh, it's probably it's really easy to kind of read what's going on in the house, and I can do it kind of while I'm at work doing my thing. Um, but they always put out a list of power players, and I always kind of nitpick it apart. We only do like the first five. We don't go through all of them. Uh, first four or five. And then, you know, I'm going to disagree, tell people where I would put certain players. Uh, you know, this week was a really crazy week, and it would be easy to put Vanessa up up at number one, only because in hindsight 2020 I know that she has survived this week, and I'm looking at her from a different view. Now, I have said that people, you know, people think Vanessa's got to win this next HOH, and I am not so sure that that's fact. I think that Vanessa is in a much stronger position than people will give her credit for this week, and here's why. I think she's safe with Austin and the Twins. That's three people. I, I, I know that she's safe with Steven. That's four people. Being that Steven works with Johnny Mack, as Miss, Cal, as Miss Chicago said, I get my C's missed up. Miss Chicago told us, and I agree with her, that Steven and Johnny Mack are working together. Now, that gives her five people that really will protect her, I believe. Um, and, of course, if Shelly returns, I think Shelly's going to only help Vanessa. So I think that, that Vanessa's in a really, really good position. She survived this week. She was able to get the votes split back over. Shelly helped her tremendously in doing that. And so I could easily put Vanessa number one and cheat here, but I'm not going to because this list was made prior to eviction. So Vanessa very low. Um, I understand that, Vanessa being on the block. There was a lot of talk. In fact, it was 100% Vanessa was going home just up until a couple of days ago. Um, but their number one is James. And I completely disagree here. I think James is in a very weak position regardless of how you look at it, regardless of who was going to go home or who was going to stay. Because I don't believe that James has a strong group. I don't believe – if Jackie had stayed in the house, I don't think Jackie's that strong. 
I think she's a competitor, but we've seen what she's done. She's not very strong in competitions. Meg is absolutely non-existent in competitions, and I'm not sure that Becky's 100% on his side. Furthermore, he found out this week, which makes this ranking very fair because it came out today, he found out this week that Becky was kind of the, the rat in the house, and I think that also hurts him because the person that he thought he could trust, he cannot. James being number one does not, does not make sense to me. Okay, uh, and the power positions. Uh, in fact, I, you know, I don't like a lot of their top guys or top people that they have here. But in their power position, I've got to give it to Steve. I got to give Steve number one. He is completely able to play with, the, with Vanessa. He's completely been able to to get his social game together. And despite everything that's happened tonight, him winning that HO, which has nothing to do with it, Steve is playing very, very well. He's playing a fantastic social game. And now we're seeing that he's starting to be competitive in competitions. And people are kind of letting him slip under the radar. I don't know how much longer it's going to last, but he's in a good position. Because he's got Vanessa and because he has Vanessa, he's going to have Austin and Liz and Julia. So I think that Steve actually deserves that number one spot. The number two spot has to go to Johnny Mack. And they've got these guys low on the list, and I don't understand that. I would move Johnny Mack to second again. He's playing a great social game under the radar. He's one of the best competitors. And as we notice as the game kind of goes on, have you noticed that Johnny Mack's kind of gotten all of a sudden a lot smarter about things? He's always been smart about things. He just was playing that role of kind of being a dum-dum and being a Bob Goldway impressionist. But I think that Johnny Mack is actually very, very strong, as it's been said over and over for weeks and weeks, and you guys on Facebook and Twitter know it too. I mean, you keep saying it. To put they got Steve and Johnny Mack like in position like, gosh, like eight and nine. And I just don't see it. Those two, to me, belong in the top. It doesn't have anything to do about what happened tonight. It has a lot to do with what's been going on this week. I believe they are talking and working together, and I believe that they are absolutely the number one and number two power players this week. So I would like to remove, and no offense to Big Online Big Brother, because I, like I told you guys, they, they put together some awesome Spoilers, but James and James being up there, it's got to go. They have Austin at number two. I would actually move Austin down to number three. I like where Austin's at. Yes, he's not playing. Yes, he can be considered a floater if you want to consider him that. But Austin continues to survive. He continues to make it work. How he's been able to keep Julia and Liz balanced is beyond me. I think that Liz has feelings for Austin. I think it's helping him out tremendously. I think if that dude would shave his hair and would shave his beard, he would be money because Liz is obviously into him, and she hates the beard, she hates the hair, and maybe Julia would find him a little bit more trustworthy at the end of the day. But I put Austin at number three spot just because, my God, how can you have that kind of target on you and be able to be virtually non-existent at this point in the game when numbers are starting to dwindle down? You've got to give that guy a ton of credit. ton of credit. Um and then probably I would finish it out with, um, well, yeah, you could go Liz and Julia, but I think that's a little bit of a cheap shot. Um, Becky, you got to give it to Becky a little bit because Becky has had a strong week, uh, you know. But at the same time, this is where this power player thing gets tricky because Becky's also somebody who had a whole house turn against her and vote completely different uh, from what she normally does. I guess I would give that fifth position, and we're just going to do the top five. I guess I'd give that, that really that top position to, to Meg 
At this point, as much as she drives me crazy, as much as she's a Victoria Part 2, and I can't stand players like her, at the end of the day, Meg has put herself in a position to possibly be taken to Final Two. Now, I know people are saying, no, 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 no. My correspondents, uh, Mr. California and Ms. Chicago, are saying, no, 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 no. I think that Meg is in that position where she could definitely get to that Final Two. And if people don't start paying attention, people are going to think that she's the person to win the money against, and you're going to see her in that Final Two. And I can promise you this, 50000 before taxes, Meg's going to have a good time with it. She's probably going to blow it in New York, but she'll take it. She'll take it all the way to the bank. She's going to take that fifty grand. So, in my opinion, I like uh, – and my, my top power players for this week are going to vastly differ from what uh, online Big Brother has. I'm going to go Steve. I'm going to go Johnny Mac. I'm going to go Austin. And I'm going to go Meg. And I'm probably going to put Becky after that just because Becky was in power this week, even though people kind of flipped on her. She's not going to have a very good week next week. I've just got a bad feeling. There's way too many people in this game right now uh, that are against Becky and James and Meg than are for them. And like I said, Steve is – I mean, count them up. you got Vanessa and Steve working together. You've got Austin and Vanessa working together. You've got Liz and Julia working with Austin. That's five people working together right there. You've got a whole other six-person alliance. And if you put Johnny Mack – or five-person alliance – you put Johnny Mack on the end where he's working with Steve as much as he is right now and the suspicion that we think that's happening? You're talking about six people. So Becky, and I know Johnny Mack and Becky have a relationship. I get that. But I just don't think Johnny Mack is going to let that really influence him. I think he's going to let Becky go up, and I don't think he's going to do much to try to help her because Becky is toxic to Johnny Mack. She's been busted. She's been called the rat. James and everybody has figured it out. She was the one that was going and talking to Shelly and Clay and telling them everything. Came from Shelly's lips. They know it's true. Becky's in deep, deep doo-doo. And I really think that five, what do we got, nine people in the house? I think five versus four, maybe six versus three. Give me the odds on the five or six people in that house to win an HOH on Sunday and really put it to the grind. I think James and Becky are in serious trouble the most important HOH for them will be this week. I believe that 100%. And I don't think if – unless, it, unless you know, one of these guys that's in that five-person group with Vanessa turns on each other, which I just don't see, I think that – I really think that James and Becky are in trouble. Um, so that's why I don't have James ranked as high as Online Big Brother does. I saw it coming down the track. I know Vanessa would have been gone, but if Shelly had stayed, I think her connections with Austin and the Twins would have been there still, and she had a good connection with Johnny Mack. I think you just would have seen a reverse, just like Miss Chicago said. Uh, but I still think Becky and James would be in trouble this week. Uh, Meg's probably just going to float and float and float, but I don't think she's going to get very far uh, once, once James and Becky look like they're going to be gone. But don't forget, we're going to have somebody return. And I think whoever returns is going to have to work is going to have to work hard week to week to stay in that house. Um, now I told you guys before I let you go. Just make sure we don't have any callers because I don't want to blow anybody out. We don't. Uh, I told you guys I was going to prepare a list. Somebody had told me, "Hey, what about who are your favorite runner-ups?" Now I've said this, and and I want to emphasize that I really believe in this. I think that you can't and. and You'll see where all this ties into. I really think you can't do an All-Stars 2. 
and that makes people angry. Trust me, I was on that train for All-Stars 2. I loved All-Stars 7. It's one of my favorite seasons, uh, and, and I would have loved to have seen All-Stars 2. But I would have liked to have seen All-Stars 2, and you've got to have your big, big players. You've got to have Dan. You've got to have Rachel. You've got to have Evil Dick, which with his current medical situation, I don't know what the situation would have been if they'd have brought him back. But you've got to have those guys and Eric Stein, which you can still bring back. Don't get me wrong. Eric Stein deserves a a return from Season 8. But those are your main cornerstones, and, of course, Derek. But those are your main cornerstones. And you could have built – you could have completely built an All-Stars 2 around Dan versus Rachel versus Evil Dick. And – Tell me, you wouldn't have eaten it up. Had it not been for season 13 and 14 really screwing up them returning, I don't see Dan coming back. I don't see how you can bring Danielle Donato back for a third time. I don't see how you can bring Rachel back for a third time. I think a lot of people would kind of be like, okay, hardcore fans are into it. The new fans would probably like it because they'd see it a whole other gameplay. But I just think it's hard to make sense of it when you're looking at it from a production standpoint to bring people back three times. When you've done it in the past, it's been an epic failure. You know, as much as we love Janelle, that third time return was awful, and the same for Boogie. Uh, So I don't know that you can do three returns, and and whoever thought of season 13 and 14 to bring those guys back in completely deserves responsibility for messing up All-Stars 2. However, I think that what Survivor does with themes should be done with Big Brother, meaning that I'm completely okay with the all-bad-girl cast, I'm completely okay with evil versus good. I'm completely okay with going beyond the all-star boundaries and picking people out that fit particular molds that would make this season interesting. And one of the, one of the ideas that I don't I, – I couldn't tell you why hasn't been thought up in production, but a runners-up season would be fantastic. Now, I want you all to consider who your runner-ups would be just just, just give me a second, because this is why I think runner-ups are important. Nicole from Season 2. Danielle Reyes, Season 3. Um, Allison Irwin, Season 4. Cowboy, Season 5. Hey, you're going to get entertainment. You're not going get to great, get great gameplay, but he's going to entertain you. Uh, you're going to get uh, Yvette from Season 6. You're going to get, eh, you can skip over Season 7. Season 8, you're going to get Danielle Donato. Season 9, eh. We know everybody's been in jail in Season 9. Season 10, you're going to get Memphis Garrett. Wouldn't that be great to see him again? Uh, Season 11, you're going to get uh, Natalie, Scrappy Natalie. And Season 12, you're going to get Lane, always entertaining. I liked Lane in Season 12. I thought he was hilarious. Good social player. Not very good in comps, man. That guy was strong as a bull, but he just really couldn't pull any comps off. Uh, Season 13, you're going to get Portia, strong player. I like her to come back. Uh, Season 14, you could get... You could get Dan, I guess, but probably somebody who was a good player. They probably would bring back Frank Hootie uh, from that season. Um, and then, you know, of course, you know, your Gina Marie's and then Cody. So you can consider a runners-up season to be a really, really good season. Plus, if you think about it, you would have 16, 17 players, which is exactly kind of around the number they like to have. I really, really wish they would push for a runners-up. So that being said, here are my top runner-ups from past season. And, again, you don't agree, you do agree. You know where to find me. I'm not hiding. You can come and get me. Uh, my runner-ups, that my favorite runner-ups, and it's not going to be a surprise to many of you. I love Daniel Reyes is the top. 
when you talk about players, I've told you she's my favorite female player of all time. I've told you she's my second favorite player of all time. Yes, over Dan. I think she's a better strategist than Dan. I think she's, she can win comps like Dan. I think she's a better all-around player than Dan. She's solid. I mean, season seven, she comes in, she goes up on the block first week, she survives and makes it to, like, what, final six? Daniel Ray is, is a fantastic player, uh, somebody I would love to learn the game from. Great intuition, probably the greatest intuition player we've ever had. But anyway, uh, Daniel Reyes is going to take number one spot. Allison Irwin is going to take the number two spot. She is from season four, the Exes season. That's the season that June won. I think that Allison Irwin has absolute, or did at that time, and I don't know her now, but at the time had absolute, and I know she did awful in season seven. I get it. People are going to send me hate mail over it. But she has an she has an absolute drive for this game that is unfulfilled by anyone else I've ever seen. Allison Irwin has a drive to win at Big Brother. She is conniving. She's evil. She's mean-spirited, and she's competitive as hell. She also understands strategy. Allison Irwin is somebody that very well could have won season four had it not been for jury members being able to kind of see a lot of things that were said uh, by them. And I'll tell you what, like I said. If you want to see a good finale, fast forward season four all the way to the end and watch the final. The final. It, it, it's probably one of the most awkward, uncomfortable finals you've ever seen because there's so much hate and venom that is spit at the final two from people that played in the jury. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. But I think Allison Irwin has a real desire for the game. My second one, my third place would be Danielle Donato. I give Danielle Donato a lot of credit because I do think that she's competitive. I think she's a woman who's, when she's scorned, she's going to get her even. Uh, she's not afraid to go against the grain. She's not afraid to go against what people think she should do. She's not really much on team play. She's more on me play, and I love that about her, and I think she understands the game completely. But a lot of that can be said that maybe Danielle did receive a lot of help from her dad, did take a target from, her, from him, uh, and, and kind of shield herself. I think that some of that is true in Season 8, but I think if you look at Season 8, Danielle Donato did a lot to help her father as well. I think the Season 13 where she comes back uh, and she still competes very hard and goes against the vets, um, I think she probably would have played with her differently with her dad there. I think she would have played slower. But I've still got to give her a lot of credit, so she's my third favorite runner-up. Uh, that's who I put uh, number three on the list. Number four, I've got to put Dan Giesling. Right? Problem with Dan is why Dan's so low. And, I, and somebody asked me this when I kind of revealed my list. I said, because there was no way Dan was going to win 14. Dan had done so much dirty stuff in season 14, he absolutely no, had no chance to win it. He could have taken Shane. I don't think he wins. He might have won against Danielle in season 14. I think, he, I think it was his best shot was taking Danielle or Danielle going. Um, but he wasn't going to win against the end because Brittany was going to influence the jury, which she did, and, she, and he wasn't going to win against Shane. He had no shot against Shane. Shane had won competition. Shane was well-liked. Shane had a really good social game, and he was going to have Daniel's vote, and he's going to have Brittany's vote. So Shane was not going to win. So I put him so low on the list because of that, but, man, what a great runner-up. He really made season 14 great. Uh, and after him, in my number five position, I have a vet from season six. Now, people hate season six, the final two, and all that stuff. A vet at the end of season six really turned it up. In fact, she wins those final HOHs. She takes, um, she eliminates April, 
and ends up taking Maggie, uh, which we've said, you know, a lot of these guys on this list are people who made bad decisions for their final two. She takes Maggie. That's why she's kind of low on the list because I don't think Maggie was the best bet for her to take. Uh, I think she could have won easily against April. But a bet I give her the number the number five spot. Number six, I'm going to give it to Nicole from season two. Again, she takes Dr. Will. It ends up biting her on the ass. But I don't think it was a bad play for her. I don't know that Monica would have would have probably lost against her. I, actually, probably Monica would have. She made a bad decision in that final two, but Nicole really hustles in that game. She plays a really good social game. She has a natural leadership quality about her that really kind of helped her through the game. She had a lot of people that would listen to her. Nicole was a strong player. She's somebody that would cry about sending you home, but she would send you home in a heartbeat. Uh, in fact, she got in trouble with jury by being that kind of person that would cry in your face about you going home and yet would vote against you. <laughs> So Nicole's kind of that backstabber, but i got to give her a, a shot. My next one's, of course, one of the original Renegades, going to be Memphis Garrett. Would love to see him get another shot. I think he deserves it. A lot of people give Dan too much credit for that Season 10. He deserves a lot, but Memphis Garrett did a lot of the heavy lifting in Season 10. So I think that Memphis Garrett deserves to be on this list. And then finally, Miss Chicago's probably going to hang me up by my toes for this. But I'm going to give it to Natalie Martinez. I think she was scrappy. I think she was playing hard. I think she was playing to win towards the end. Jordan won because nobody liked Natalie. But Natalie wasn't a bad runner-up in that season. It would have been better than most of the people. Kevin probably was the person that deserved that. But Kevin going home where he did, Natalie was probably a pretty strong second place. Uh, so that's my list. Uh, you know, Danielle Reyes, Allison Irwin, Danielle Donato, Dan Avet, Nicole, Memphis Garrett, Nally Martinez from season season 11. Folks, if you want to say that you disagree or you want to give me your runner-up that you like the most, hit me up. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, BB After Show, or you can hit us up on Facebook, Big Brother After Show. We'll be there, too. Folks, Sunday's going to be fantastic. We've got another HOH coming up. Who knows what's going to happen there? It's going to be phenomenal. Don't miss it. We'll be on at 11 o'clock. We go a little later. Uh, on Sunday nights. So please join us. Hey, I appreciate you guys. It's been a fantastic week. We've had a lot of fun today. My, uh, thanks to my friends, Mr. California, Ms. Uh, Chicago, for calling in, as always, and keeping me entertained. Folks, it's the best Big Brother after show online that you can get. It's the best value going today. It's free. doesn't cost you a thing. You can listen to it, minimize it, keep chatting with your friends. You can't get a better deal in America. I'm telling you. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you on Sunday night, 11 o'clock. It's the Big Brother After Show. Watching, 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 watching.